Holly G with the Golf Insiders. And for this segment on For Your Game, I'm speaking to PGA Life member, professional, and one of the guys that knows more about putting than anyone I have ever met in the world of golf, Art Colasanti from Ocean Isle Beach, North Carolina, joining me today on this podcast. Good morning. Morning, Holly. So first of all, I know um, you were saying you were ground zero for the hurricane that just passed through. We dodged it here in Florida, but how are you doing up there? Well, Ocean Isle Beach is a little island off the coast of North Carolina. When I say off the coast, it's, it's probably uh, 300 yards. And it got just, it really got beat up bad. Um, Ten houses burned down uh, because of cars and golf carts underneath the homes. And they got, they caught on fire and then the houses caught on fire. Luckily, nobody was 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 injured, so that was good. But the island, as far as debris and everything, <clears throat> excuse me, was destroyed. Luckily enough, we had moved off the island two weeks prior. Hard to believe, but true. Wow, well, good. That's, so it worked out well. That's good news. So uh, today we're going to talk about putting. Uh, you can never talk about putting enough, and, um, you know, particularly for amateurs, because I, you know, truly believe if we spend a little more time on our putting, that is where, and I know you preach this too, you're going to improve your scoring the most. And um, you have uh, have taken putting to a, a new realm, I would say, and that's the simplification of putting, which when we see pros practicing and all the gizmos that they've got on the putting greens prior to their uh, project they're, they're teeing it off on a round on thursday in a tournament uh it is it is a little mind-boggling i am fascinated when i go to tournaments i love to go to the driving range and the and the putting green i hardly ever go on the golf course just to see how each of these golf professionals adapt their game and their practice and it's fascinating they all have routines but when they go to the putting green they go to their bag and they pull out about 15 different devices to help them putt better and the, the one that fascinated me the most was Jim Furyk and Jim Furyk's a great putter and Jim Furyk has figured out a way how to keep his putting at a level that allows him to win I think it was two or three weeks ago uh, he won, he played his first uh, tournament on the senior tour, and he won. Yes, he so, did. So he's still very credible. And he doesn't do that unless he's, he's able to putt. But it fascinates me how much they talk about how much they worked on their putting. And the reason I say that is, say they spend an hour on their putting at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and then they go out and play and then they come back after the round and practice putting again. Well, the way they felt at 1 o'clock when they started to practice and the way they feel when they come off the golf course and then go to the putting green, your feelings within your body and in your hands and in your stroke are totally different. So it's very difficult to repeat how you feel one day and not the other. How about the round you had where you just played and at the front nine you made everything you looked at and you went to the backside and you couldn't knock the ball in the ocean. 
and that's and that's just going from front to back. But that's the way putting is. It's all feel. So you have to develop a simplistic way so you're always doing the same thing every time. And I'm talking about practice and, and your routine. Everybody talks about a routine, and it's very important. Just to give you a brief understanding of routine, I was watching the tournament. I was watching Tom Lehman, and it was the last hole, and he came to the last hole. He was four shots up, and he's going to win the tournament. So this caddy always brings his clubs over to him, and he pulled his driver out and gave the head cover, and the caddy went away, and he went to the tee, and he set up, and something distracted him. He called the caddy back over. He put the head cover on the on the on the club, put it in the put it in the bag, walked away, and then came back over and pulled it out, took the head cover off, and the caddy walked away. Here's a guy that's got a four shot lead. He could hit pitching wedge and still win the tournament. That's how important his routine was to him, feel wise and mentally, on how he approached the game. And I'll always remember that. So simplicity in putting is finding something that makes you repeat yourself every time. And I have a little concept, and I've worked with it for over 40 years, and it's been very effective. It doesn't matter what putter you use, what golf ball you use, whether you use wrist putter, whether you're, whether you're a pendulum putter, whether you cut the ball, whether you push the ball, whatever. You have to come up with a routine. And my routine is this. You need to invest in alignment rods. If nothing else, if you have alignment rods in your bag, you look cool. You look like you know what you're doing. But you take those alignment rods when you go to the putting green, and you set them up right at the hole, on either side of the hole, and then you start putting. And what you're teaching yourself is the stroke, in that the stroke is straight back and straight through. Whether you are a wrist putter, whether you're a pendulum putter, any way you do it. And what you'll see is if your putter is going back the way it should and coming through because of the alignment rods. So if you hit the outside alignment rod, it means you took the club outside. If you hit the inside alignment rod, it means you brought it inside. And I'm talking just about you start with three-foot putts. Then you go to six-foot putts. Then you go to 10-foot putts. Then you go to 20-foot putts. But you're always using the alignment rods because it's teaching you a concept and feel of how that putter is going to go back and through. And that's the best way to teach yourself alignment and stroking the ball. Now you talk about distance control. Well, the element of distance control, which is extremely important, no, no matter how good your line is, if your distance isn't accurate, you've got no chance in the world to make a putt. So when you work on distance, personally, I do not even let my students aim at a hole. I go to the side of the green. I still use my alignment rods. And I'll come back five feet, and we'll put balls at five feet with the alignment rods. And all I'm trying to do is get the ball about six to eight inches onto the onto the fringe of the green. In other words, you put it off the green onto the fringe. So you're teaching yourself what how far the club actually goes back. Stroke the ball five feet. Then you do it for ten, then you do it for twenty, or whatever distances you want. So by using alignment rods and using the concept of using them when you're putting to a hole and to control your distance, then you use that also. The element of putting that is the most important is distance control. Because as I said, you could be dead on line. And you watch the tour players dead on line and the ball comes up short. 
Yeah, you saw that a bunch in the in the PGA yes. Championship, right? Yes. They got yes. so focused on the alignment on a number of those putts and forgot about distance control. Yes. That's right. You can even not have it lined up right, but if your speed is right, it's going to go in the hole. Just just because just because the element of the ball rolling towards the hole and getting past and always get past the proximity. As everyone knows, 99% of the balls that come up short don't go in the hole. So you got to knock it by the hole. And it's not that you're aggressive. It's that you're giving, your, giving yourself a better opportunity to make putts. So if you want simplicity, simplicity in putting and something you don't have to work on a long time, you can take five minutes before you go out to play and have your stroke by the time you go to the, by the, time you go to the first tee. And if you want to practice when you're just your practice day, you don't need to spend more than 15, 20 minutes of practice putting. Now there's an element of the stroke. My concept, and when I watch the good players putt, the good players miss putts for many reasons, but one of the biggest reasons is the breakdown of the left wrist. If you would watch and watch closely, just the slightest breakdown in the left wrist, as we all know, changes the face of the changes the alignment of the face of the putter. So you miss it one inch left or you miss it one inch right. So because of that, the importance of keeping the blade square to whatever your line is, is very important, and that is the left wrist. Gary Player said if he had to do it all over again, he would use left hand low or the concept of just making sure you're taking the left wrist out of the uh, out of the stroke any way that you can do that another good way to practice that is to put we'll say a tongue depressor uh, on the back of the back of your left wrist and put a rubber band on it and then put the rubber band around the top of the putter as you put your left hand on it and it will teach you you will feel if that left wrist is breaking down in any way so whatever way you can come up with not allowing the left wrist to break down you'll become a better putter immediately. I love that little uh, little little tip. Uh, and, and that's why you've seen some of the guys, the, the one that comes to mind is, you know, Webb Simpson, um, who, you know, you know, who were putting with the longer putters, but now use, you know, a, a, you know, the... the um, Left-hand you know, low. Yes, and also with the, you know, the putter up rip. against the left, also against yep. the left arm. Yep. All he's all he is doing, Holly, is making sure the left wrist doesn't break down, and that's and that's what the arm lock, the the arm concept is with the putter. It's so the left wrist won't break down. It's I mean, when you're younger, you don't even think about the left wrist breaking down because you because it doesn't break down. You just put put, put a good stroke on it. But as we get up in years, well, that left wrist starts to break down. Well, speaking of that, you know, there's been a lot of. Um conversation about tigers putting specifically leading up to the pga and you know this new putter that he put into play um you know walking away from his uh, old faithful that's won him so many tournaments or the big tournaments i should say but we hear you know and we've heard it we know that he can't practice as much and he has said it because of his back um and we also hear you know the commentators talk about you know when you get older of course you know your eyesight's not as good uh you know what are your recommendations for you know people as they get older to you know keep their putt 
acting sharp? You know, is it making sure that your vision's correct? And I know, you know, I went through that process when I had to determine, do I wear my glasses? Don't I wear my glasses, right? Um, you know, because if you need them for distance, then it's different when you're trying to line up for your, your putting and you're looking at a ball that's much closer. Um, you know, what, what are your recommendations? But once, once again, once again, Holly is personal, and there's no way that I could wear glasses and play golf. I, I, I would go stir crazy. I'm amazed how people do it and do it quite well. Uh, so glasses are not glasses; it's a personal thing. So practice putting with them, and practice putting without them, and see what you what you do best. The key elements: you have to develop a routine in putting. So I'll give you my routine in putting. Of course, you stand behind the golf ball to line it up. And this is more what Nicholas taught and still holds true today. He would, he would stand behind the ball. He'd line it up. And before he, went to the, before he went to the ball, he would determine how far he was from the hole. So we'll just say 10 feet. So he's got his line. He's 10 feet. And before he starts to go to the ball, he would pick a spot somewhere in front of the ball, two inches, three inches, five inches, ten inches, whatever. And as he walked to the ball, he watched that spot. He didn't watch the ball. He didn't. He just watched that spot. He would get to the ball. He would set himself up. He's still looking at the spot. Once he gets comfortable that the club is aligned at that spot, that's his total thought process. He's going to roll the ball over that spot. Now, whether he does it, or not is a different thing but he already knows he's 10 feet so he doesn't have to keep looking at the hole the only reason he kept looking at the hole is he didn't draw the putter back until in his mind he saw the ball go in the hole so everybody would talk about Nichols in his prime how slow he was putting or even hit any shot but he never hit any shot or made any strokes until he could visualize the ball going in the hole now I don't recommend you try to do that but what I do recommend is you pick that spot and try to roll the ball over that spot. Because if you get it started online and you have the right distance, you have a better opportunity to make the putt. So to summarize that, get behind the ball, get your line, pick your spot, determine how far you are, walk to the ball, get in, get comfortable, roll the ball over the spot 10 feet, 12 feet, 50 feet. And, that, and that's that's a routine that you've developed. And you do the same thing on a two-foot putt as you do on a 25-foot putt. And the more you get comfortable within your skin, that's when you become a better putter. You, you struggle when you have no routine. You struggle when you have no feel. But if you use the alignment rods to get comfortable with your stroke, if you use the fringe of the green to get comfortable with your distance, put them both together. Give yourself a little routine, how you set up and walk to the ball and stroke it. Your putting will improve tremendously, very quickly. And if you spend more than a half hour at the greens putting, you're a basket case. What can I say? Well, I love it. The simplification of putting, and uh, as you expressed very clearly, it can be nothing to do with your stroke. It's all about um, how you prepare and that's the way you save strokes. It's the only way. Art, I, can, I can teach you to putt. I can't teach you to hit it 300 yards. Absolutely. Well, Art, it was a pleasure speaking with you. 
thank you so much for being a part of our podcast today. And uh, if people want to reach out to you to um, learn more about how to become a pet or putter, how can they do that? Well, my, my email address is A-R-C-P-G-A at AOL.com. And my phone number is 704-953-2928. All right. Thank you, Art, so much for spending some time with the Golf Insiders. Enjoyed it, Holly, so much. You're the best. Thank you, my friend.